Welcome to Teachers Off Topic. I'm Britt. And I'm Becca. And we are doing our very best right now to not burst out laughing because I accidentally pressed the record button and we weren't ready. I was like, oh crap, it's recording. (laughs) But we pulled it off just like the champions that we are. But like the realists we are, of course we had to admit it. Of course. We could have just played it off. No, we're going to let you know honesty is our favorite policy. Everyone knows I'm a hot mess. It's okay. Hot mess express. I'm a functional hot mess. That's what's important. Therefore, it is not a disorder. No, because if you're functioning, then yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with that and I'm sticking with it. I like it. I'm here for it. So, what's new? (laughs) I got really serious. like whoa you guys I am in a really weird mood tonight I can't quite explain it I am either like pumped up and excited and laughing or I'm just like it's the end of the world like so emo (laughs) there's no in between for me so you know so what's new with me well I don't really have a lot to update on. I mean, it is the beginning of Teacher Appreciation Week, so I got the cutest little keychain from one of my students today. Warmed my heart. It says, "Teaching is life." And it's a little apple. I was like, "Oh, that's adorable." That's so sweet. Um, and then this weekend, I had a pretty chill weekend. Um, I did a lot of crafting with one of my friends. And then just spent a day at home meal prepping and getting ready for the week, having like a lazy day. And I haven't had one of those in a while, so that was really nice too. That's kind of nice. Kind of, kind of, I guess, boring, but I mean, I'm not going to complain about it. That means there's no drama. No, for real. That also means you're not utterly exhausted mentally. No, I'm not. I am exhausted physically because let me tell you, 75 hard is kicking my booty, but your girl is down seven pounds. Get it, girl. Get it. Bam. Okay, we got to stop. <laughs> How are you? How have you been? You know, there are some weeks that I have it so together. So last week I had it together. I marinated all my stuff ahead of time. I had meals, like great meals planned out. Then there are weeks like this week where everything is a frozen meal. And that's okay. Like I am barely hanging on. But your children are still being fed. So that's what matters. I think. I don't know. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) They, um, the kids are winning. In this thing I call our house, they they have worn me down. Like, I think Riker is going to be the death of me. He is just in that phase of obstinance, and he wants everything. He has to do everything his way, and if he doesn't, it's the end of the world, and the whole neighborhood knows it. Like, he just... Oh. And he can cry. I'm like, if I just ignore it, he'll be fine. Girl, it'll be 30 minutes later and he is still crying. He is such a drama queen. Ew. Like, I can't. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. Prime example, tonight, before he went, goes to bed, I do what we call bad dreams on them. And so we actually got it off of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dean watched an episode with me where this 10-year-old boy dies, but his mom did something to him before he went to bed every night in the hospital. And it's bad dreams, bad dreams, go away. Good dreams, good dreams, here to stay. And so Aww. I do that. Yeah, I know. I do that over his head, and then I do it over their bellies, too. And so I do it to both of them. I did it to Dean first. I go down to Riker's bed. I do it to him. I kid you not, not a half second later, he looks up at me dead serious and was like, you didn't do bad dreams. I know. I was like, sweetie, I literally just got done. No, sweetie. And he started crying. I was like, I just did bad dreams to you. And Dean sat up and was like, Riker, she did the bad dreams to you. And he, like, started crying. And he's like, well, I want it again. And I was like, well, no, I got to go record. Lay your cute little butt down. And so, I mean, just obstinate. Just, Just, he's that kid, if you say don't touch that, he looks you dead in the eye and fucking sticks out a finger and touches it. And then he's not the smartest. I love him, but he's not the smartest. What was he doing yesterday at Walmart, people? Walmart. He was licking the cart. I was in line putting everything on the conveyor belt. I went to put something up. I go back to grab something else. I see his mouth fully around two of the prong thing, metal things, with his tongue in between. I didn't know what to do. I panicked. People were watching. What did I do? I bopped him in the freaking head. You're like, knock it off. I just, nasty. Yep. I bopped him in the face. Well, it was the forehead. His head went back and then it went back forward. So then, of course, he hit it on the cart, starts crying like I freaking abused him. (sighs) That mom life, though. Like, (laughs) Like, does he want to come and hang out with Auntie Becca? Girl, I will ship him to you. (laughs) I will overnight express his butt. Dean got grounded because he got on red at school. And miraculously, since that day on Tuesday last week, ah, all of a sudden he's on all greens every day. Of course he is. I'm like, oh, interesting. So you can control yourself. But it's really hard. Yeah, it's really hard not to punch you in the face, but I do it every day. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well... Can you tell what kind of week I have had? Parenting 101 by Brit. <laughs> okay. But a couple things I do want to say on a serious note. Happy Teacher Appreciation Week to every teacher out there, past, present, yes, even future, because God bless your soul if you get into this career field. You are the real MVP. Yeah. Like, good luck with my children. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Um, good luck with my future children, wherever they may be. Can I explain a pet peeve of mine with parent te- or parent teacher conference? Jesus, teacher appreciation week. Yes. Nothing irks me more. I'm trying to think of how to word this, and I don't want to offend anyone. So if you get offended easily, stop listening, because I'm still gonna say it. <laughs> but. School supplies are not gifts. No. Okay. You agree with me on this? Yes. 
nothing makes me feel underappreciated more than when somebody gifts me the supplies I need that are a requirement and a necessity to do my job. That'd be like, like if I went up to a waitress. Exactly. No, yeah, I shouldn't get them as a gift, um, especially from the school. I'm just saying. Okay. But that would be like if I went up to a waitress and was like, you know what? I have a gift for you. And it was a tray. <laughs> Let me give you a supply to do your job more. Or if I like do nurses during nurses appreciation week, they, do they get syringes and gauze? <laughs> Why has it become acceptable in our society? That giving teachers hand sanitizer, giving us wipes, the things we need to keep their kids safe. How is that a gift? Like, blows my mind. I don't, like, I'm sorry. I love paper. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, like, that just makes me realize we are really underfunded. (laughs) For real. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying. Like, next time I see a doctor, I'm going to get him a gift or her of gloves. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you. I mean, now, here's my thing with the school supplies, though. Now, if it's really cool pens. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, all y'all teachers know we love our pens. So if it is like a fancy pen or like really cute design on it or really nice colors. Not the stereotypical, here's your all black ink, nothing on the front, little big pen. Something out of the ordinary. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that, yes. A cute stationary set. Although I think I have like 50,000 of those. But like, you know. Still worth it. Wine works too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back. Wine works too. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> if you guys could see me, I'm winking. <laughs> oh, also, since this comes out on Friday, happy Mother's Day, everyone. Yes, happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there. And teachers, because you know what? All teachers play a mama role to some child and so happy mother's day to you because it is different when you take on that role versus just teaching kids so happy mother's day to y'all absolutely just all the the loving yeah i mean got what you got a pet goldfish you a mama too (laughs) look i have children too and i right now don't want them so (laughs) If you see on Facebook, two kids up for sale, mind your own business. <laughs> she, she's kidding, guys. She's kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Can I, like, I am really, like, a pessimist right now. She's on one tonight, you guys. I can I can see it. I, can, I, can I feel like it. last week I was so like, yeah, everything's great. And this week I'm like, the world sucks. <laughs> We're gonna die. I think a couple things have gotten me in a bad mood, mainly my demon child, Riker. But also, I hurt my lower back. Ooh, that's no good. I don't know how, 
but it's like so tense. Like it almost feels like my muscles are protecting some type of injury. And so I'm a little nervous. If it doesn't get better by this week, and I'm going to go see a doctor. Um, and then last week I got quoted on a garden fence. Oh. So I just wanted a four foot high chain link fence because I need the sun to get through. Just in a straight line with a four foot gate. Right? There's no curves. There's none of that. Just literally a straight line. And it's it would be 44 feet long, which sounds long. But for a backyard, it really isn't. Mm -hmm. Just one. $1,300. For a chain link. Like, that's not even half a side of fencing that I have. Like, one of the sides of my house with the fencing, it's half of it. Huh. So it's literally an eighth of my fencing. I'm like, what is happening? And then my husband stupidly suggest <laughs> to do it myself <laughs> DIY like what come on let's be real I'm scared to change a light bulb <laughs> I really am have you ever known that yes I'm terrified of electricity well electrocution is no joke funny because I teach an electricity unit in science <laughs> Where we do wires and batteries. I'm so scared all the time. <laughs> You're like, ugh. <sighs> Although, right. hold on. Two good things did happen. These are not my wins. One, I got a new Harry Potter app. <gasps> I know. And it's so addicting. <laughs> what you... is it called? So it is Harry Potter. It's by Portkey. Um, it has the Whomping Willow as the, yes, girl. Do you already have it? Of course. Okay. How far have you gotten into it? Um, I'm in year five. Oh, damn. Why didn't you tell me about this app? Because it's so addicting. No, it really is. <laughs> it's just called Harry Potter, right? Yeah. I haven't done it in a while because slippery slope, yo. <gasps> I spent like three hours last night. I'm Trying to finish these, like, quests and learn these spells. And this is, it's ridiculous, but it's, it's so much fun. It's fun, but it's a slippery slope. I'm just saying. The other thing is kids say the darndest things. We haven't done this in a while. No. So last week, I was teaching math and they just were not getting it. You know, those moments that just you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how else to explain this. So I ended up putting my hands on my head with my elbows up in the air. <laughs> All seriousness, one of my girls goes, you have really beautiful elbows. <laughs> I like my hands came down. My frustration went away immediately. And I looked at her. Could you not pause for about five seconds just staring at her? And was like, thank you. And then I covered up my elbows as if I felt vulnerable. <laughs> you felt like you were exposed. But my like, elbows. what was so weird was when she said it, my hands were still up and kids just nodded their head like they agreed with her. Like, can you, what's going on here? Do I have something special with my elbows? <laughs> I don't I don't know if they're pointy. 
Yeah, I'm showing her my elbows in the camera. What you got? You like that one? What's the best yeah. angle? Oh, mm, work mm. it, work it. Yep. yep. Oh, model. Yes. Give it to me. I could be an elbow model. <laughs> I don't know what I would be modeling, but just the elbow. Maybe a brace. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to quit being a teacher and be oh an my- elbow model. Oh, my God. That's got to pay at least as much as teaching. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sure. If it's not a thing, it should be. I'm going to patent that. Actually, mark this. We're going to edit this out so that I can patent it. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't exist anymore. Y'all are going to never know. Nope. I'm going to patent it. It's mine. Nobody else can be an elbow model. Oh, my gosh. I'm crushing this funny killing the game Mm-hmm. i gotta stop because i'm just gonna complain about anything and everything <laughs> right now so all right should we get into my article for this week then oh i'm stoked okay are you ready Mm-hmm. you're not <laughs> i'm 100 percent ready i'm getting i was like trying to think if i should ask for some background music again or not probably not but I just loved it so much last time. I was well, like, I, I'm like, oh, I want an introduction again. So, what theme would you want for this week's? I, but see, I'm, I don't know. Like the banana, 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 Can you do that one more time? Wait, no. what theme song is that too? It's like the like creepy, mer- like. Like haunted house type thing. That did not sound like a haunted house. Oh. I almost thought you were doing dun 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 No. No? No. Okay. No. That's not how it. No. No. Okay. Scratch that. Let's rewind. Okay. All right. Texas kindergarten teacher murdered. By her mm. husband and his mistress. <gasps> a shocking scheme. <gasps> oh, yeah. Scandalous. I love a good murder mistress story. After she was found dead in her home, Velia Guevara's co-workers told police a woman had been harassing her. Sadly, not every marriage is built to last. Most people opt for divorce, but James Guevara did something far more sinister to his wife. Velia Guevara, when he wanted the relationship to end, his mistress, Minnie Salinas, was happy to help. Oh, dang. Wild sauce. Happy to help? Like, you psycho. Well, also, like, what's so special about him? Also, what crazy man wants two wives? Well, he didn't. That's why he murdered his first. Oh, dang. For the mistress. Okay. Velia Acosta Guevara was born in San Antonio, Texas in 1960. She was one of three girls and grew up in a tight-knit Catholic family. Velia was adored by those who knew her. She was just lovely. That's the only way to describe the person that I remember, a friend stated. Velia earned a college degree in education and became a kindergarten teacher. Aww. Her students loved her, and she hoped to have children of her own one day. When Velia met James Jim George Guevara, 
a man who worked at a local newspaper, she thought he would make all of her dreams come true. I mean, you know, your typical cute little love story, right? Aww, I met a man. He's going to make my life awesome, except for when he murders me. Right? James proposed to Velia in 1990. They rented an apartment together in San Antonio and talked about starting their family. But those plans were put on hold when the newspaper Jim worked at, the San Antonio Light, shut down in early 1993. Then, a shocking tragedy occurred. You're so dramatic. Are you ready? <laughs> You're so dramatic. <laughs> you have to beef it up, man. I have to tell, I have to give the story justice. This is how I would read a scary story to my students. <laughs> On the afternoon of May 26, 1993, James said he came home to find his wife on the floor of their apartment. He saw Velia on her back. She was unresponsive and stiff and pale. He called 911. Wait a second. This is what year? 1993. 1993. Wait, how old were you? Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was five. Right. Oh, I was a kindergartner. Oh, shoot. She could have been your teacher. Except I went to kindergarten in California, so. Yeah, you didn't live in Texas. But oh my gosh. See, now I feel a true connection with this story. (laughs) Um, Velia was pronounced dead at the scene. She had been shot three times in the stomach. Oh. You know, that was a slow death. Uh-huh. Like, she felt it. It's not like one to the head, like you dead. Oh, that rhymed. Good job. Buddy. Thank you. <laughs> I suspected that Velia maybe knew the person that shot her. Former San Antonio police detective Daniel Gonzalez stated, We also suspected that maybe she had walked in and the person that shot and killed her had already been there, basically waiting for her. Naturally, the suspicion fell on the husband, but James had an airtight alibi. He had spent the morning golfing with friends and later went to San Antonio Light to look over job postings according to court documents. However, investigators found a single 9mm shell casing near Velia's body. More spent 9mm casings were found inside a closet inside James's car investigators found more empty shell casings and a receipt for a nine millimeter handgun from a local pawn shop. Like how dumb is he? Right. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I wasn't me. Like, have you not seen any, any murder shows or any, even the movies back then? Right. Come on. Um, in James's initial statement to police, he was asked if he or his wife were involved in extramarital affairs. He claimed there were not. And of course. Insisted he, and insisted he kept the empty shells for his brother-in-law to reload and mm-hmm. that the gun receipt was for a weapon he had yet to pick up. So they hadn't matched the shells no. with the bullets? Okay. Uh-uh. Nope. So collecting the shells afterwards, it is a common thing. For those who have guns, like my husband does it when he shoots so that he can just reload them or refill them and then use them again because it's the casing that's expensive. So I make him afterwards when we go shooting in the mountains. I'm like, you better pick up every shell. (laughs) Right. That shit is expensive. But 
Hmm. Like, could any more fingers point to the husband? Are you ready? It wasn't him, was it? A medical examiner had determined Velia had been murdered sometime between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m., according to court documents. Around 9.30 a.m. on the morning of the murder, several calls came into the office of the Guevara's apartment complex to say a car in the back parking lot had its lights on. The car in question belonged to Velia, and a message was left for her. Velia checked on the vehicle, but found that her lights were off. Uh, so whoever this was was trying to lure her out of the apartment. So that right? I got Did it. I, listen, my criminal mind self, I already know what's happening. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Shortly thereafter, an unknown woman came into the office of the apartment building asking to use the phone. Boom, boom, boom. She seemed kind of startled when we asked if we could help her, former apartment manager said. The woman was seen wandering around the grounds of the complex. She seemed to be kind of watching the building where Velia's apartment was. Detectives were suspicious of this woman and knew they needed to find her, especially when they spoke to Velia's co-workers and learned that she was being harassed before her death. Quote, this person would call and ask for her and usually hang up when Velia got on the phone. Sometimes she would speak with her, end quote, Gonzalez said. The principal said that she could see that whatever was said obviously upset Velia. So they're not saying what was said to her, but that these harassing phone calls were, were happening. becoming a bit of a disturbance. And they were quite unsettling to her, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lead into the woman's identity came just a day after the murder when a woman named Tina Timmerman contacted authorities. She claimed James was having an affair with her friend, Minnie Salinas. As the world turns. Timmerman also said Salinas asked her to lie about borrowing a 9mm gun from her. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. So, a woman calls in. And says, because it's probably publicized, and said, my friend is having an affair with the husband. So she turned her own friend in. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she's saying that her friend, Tina, also asked her to lie. Yes. And she borrowed her gun. Uh Uh-huh. Who the F gives their gun to somebody just like right. hey can I borrow your nine millimeter yeah sure totally what no questions nah mm-hmm. like I get it's Texas and it's the 90s but like come on people still crazy investigators were suspicious of Salinas and even more so when Seltzer later identified Salinas as the woman hanging around Guevara's apartment complex on the morning of Velia's murder. Yep. You're placing her at the scene of the crime with the weapon. What up? James, the husband, was subsequently interviewed by detectives and admitted to having an affair with Salinas. Quote, in fact, the first time that Jim Guevara and Minnie Salinas engaged in intercourse was two or three days before Jim and Velia were married. <gasps> right that bastard so, yes years so like, this has been right before they got married like this why'd you get married exactly what because people are trifling hoes <sighs> that's all i can say 
Oh my gosh. All right. So now we're going to talk a little bit about Miss Minnie. Okay. Ready? Hey, Minnie. Minnie Bronte Salinas was born in 1963 in the small town of Sebastian, Texas. As an adult, she became an executive secretary in the circulation department of Guess where? The San Antonio Light newspaper. <laughs> where James worked. When she started work, Salinas was married with two children. But after she divorced her husband, she began dressing provocatively and flirting with men at the office, co-workers claimed. It was around this time she met James at the paper and started a relationship with him. Mm -mm. Detectives then interviewed Miss Salinas, who also owned up to the affair. Quote, she said that she had given Jim an ultimatum by June 1st to decide about their relationship, whether Jim wanted to be with her or whether he wanted to be with Belia. However, Salinas denied threatening Belia and claimed that she was at the doctor's office at the time of the murder, providing a printed medical record. But like that investigators would won't they check? Like, does she not realize they're going to check your alibi? Right. That investigators would later determine Salinas altered the document to fit her story. Of course. When confronted with the eyewitness accounts of her presence at the crime scene, Salinas became belligerent and stormed out of the interview. Um, in August of 1993, police arrested Salinas, hoping that she would flip on James. But she didn't. So hmm. they're still trying to see if he had any involvement in this. Yeah. Okay. Um, quote, she was basically silent, cold as ice. She wouldn't answer any questions, according to police. Interesting. Um, the district attorney dismissed the case against her, believing it relied too heavily on circumstantial evidence. What? So Gonzalez left the case open, biding his time. What? Quote, I felt we had the right people from the start and we just needed somebody with the will and the political backbone to take a tough case to trial. Um, in 1995, Velia's parents sued James when he tried to claim a $50,000 life insurance policy Velia had through her work. The suit eventually split the payment between both parties, but during James's deposition, he claimed he hadn't been in contact with Minnie Salinas in several years, which was a massive lie because back when she first got murdered and they questioned him, he admitted to having a having relationship an affair with her. her. What? Um, ten days after the settlement of that lawsuit, Danny Gonzalez discovered that James Guevara and Minnie Salinas got married <gasps> in Las Vegas, Nevada. What? In fact, Salinas was pregnant with his child at the time. So, <laughs> what a twist. Um, so, quote, it just seems to tie everything together. What the motive for this murder was about. Jim wanted to be with Minnie. End quote. I mean, plain and simple. Got married, pregnant with a baby. Like, hello. Yeah. Come on. Um, police believe James and Salinas worked in tandem to plot Belia's death. They theorized Belia was drawn outside when she went to check on her car, at which point Minnie snuck into the home and laid in wait. Um, when the new district attorney took over in 1999... Gonzalez presented the case against James Guevara and Minnie Salinas. A grand jury would then indict the couple for the murder of Belia Guevara. James Guevara went on trial in 2000. He was found guilty as a party to the murder of his wife, Belia Guevara, and sentenced to life in prison and fined $10,000, according to court records. 
in 2005, his conviction his conviction was overturned due to a trial error. What the? He okay. was retried in 2006 and once again found guilty of Velia Guevara's murder and sentenced to life in prison. <laughs> like, what kind of madness is this? Like, you do it once, you do it again. I can't. Well, and that um, poor family, like, their daughter died in 93. Mm-hmm. And then to have to go through multiple trials... I cannot imagine. And then to not get justice for it until 2006. 13 mm-hmm. years. So sad. Ugh. Um, while Minnie Salinas's July 2000 trial ended in a hung jury. What? Her second trial in March of 2001 resulted in a murder conviction. Good. Selena was sentenced. Salinas was sentenced to 50 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. And that is the sad story of this poor, sweet. Kindergarten, kindergarten teacher. teacher. Oh, she could have been my teacher if I had lived in there, lived in that city. Right? Oh. But how sad is that? And like how scummy. Like, if you don't want to be with someone, just get divorced. Like, why do you have to go so far as to murder them and do away with them? Like, really? Like, why was that necessary? Because it's weird, because you know, like when I was reading and doing the research on it and had all this stuff, I'm like. It it wasn't like, you know, he was violent and had all this stuff. Like, it was just like, well, we just don't want to deal with her, so let's just kill her. What? That's, uh, I mean, what was it for the life insurance? I mean, it was only 50000 That's not very much. Well, she was a kindergarten teacher, so she didn't have much. But, I mean, that's just, so he had an affair with this other lady for years because it was before they got married and they got married in 93 right or 90 they got married in 90 and then murdered her in 93 Mm -hmm. so he had an over three a three-year-old affair with this woman got her pregnant then together they murdered his wife like Mm -hmm. what and it's like i mean i get you know but here's the thing in which is unfortunate. Infidelity happens all the time. Crazy town. Crazy. Right? But, I mean, like, really, like, it sucks. Go through it. Weed through it. And then move on with your life. Like, re- why do you have to be murdered? I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> like, we don't want to murder anyone here, people. Like, Jeez. it happened, but just move on with your life. Like... Like, you've hurt the person enough. Don't kill them. It sounds, though, I'm concerned for the the James's mistress. She sounds a little bit kooky. Right. Like, it kind of sounds like she had a mental break when she got divorced. That all of a sudden, when her co-worker said, a sudden switch. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, when somebody becomes single, they dress up a little bit more, but not like a 180. So... It sounds like she had a mental break and something right. happened in her head. And, mind you, remember it said she had two kids. Yep, she already had two kids, so. So, the baby, did she their have, baby. did they, Did she have their baby? I didn't look farther into oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do too much digging into that. Because that poor like, child. <laughs> But, you know, good job. Thank 
you. I thought you would find that one interesting. That was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. I liked it too. Oh, so remember again, people, don't murder. Just get divorced. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing a title here. <laughs> Murder, just, just get divorce. divorce. I love it. I feel like you know. Great. <sighs> you ready for tips and tricks? <laughs> oh. 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 Tips and tricks with Brit. Okay. I was you... feeling the little percussion there. That's right. Hey. <laughs> I was getting it. Oh. Okay. So there were quite a few. I was pondering what I wanted to suggest. <laughs> what? No, I just love that. You had a few. And I'm always like, I don't know what my tip and trick's going to be. <laughs> well, I did. I have a few. Well, listen. I have to be overprepared. Otherwise, my anxiety gets to me. (laughs) (laughs) So the one I went with was, okay, you know how in your class, when you have five minutes to spare, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, crap. Like, I'm not going to start the next chapter or the next lesson because we only have five minutes. You kind of have to do a filler real quick. Otherwise, crap gets out of control in the class. So... I recently have been trying to look for things to fill that space, and I found a new one, and I'm going to try it tomorrow. Ooh. And I'm excited. I am too. So there is a website. It's quickdraw.withgoogle.com. Quickdraw, Q-U-I-C-K, draw, dot withgoogle.com. That's a hard one. Okay. So basically, kids go on there and it says, quick draw, can a neural network learn to recognize doodling? So their job is to draw six drawings and it helps teach this network how to identify and recognize doodling by adding your drawings to the world's largest doodling database. Huh. Yeah. So basically, it's to help the machine with learning research. And so, oops, sorry, I hit my mic. So what it does is it tells you, it says, you know, draw a strawberry in under 20 seconds. And then you on the screen, draw it as best you can. And the machine, the network starts guessing what it is. Oh, interesting. And you have to get them the machine to guess it under 20 seconds. Got it. And so it gives you six drawings, and you try to get it to guess all six of your drawings. And then it even shows you afterwards why the network thought it was, like, say, a lobster. It'll post, like, a picture of a lobster, of, like, a previous doodling lobster over your drawing. And so you can start to see the similarities of what it was comparing and what lines it was talking about. But it's just kind of a cool way for kids to, one, draw. Right. Two, stay focused and stay quiet because it's a quick 20 seconds and there's six of them. So, you know, you've got a couple minutes right there and then they can continue to redo it as well. You just play again. And all it does is it's 
I mean, to me, anything with drawing can help, but it's helping a huge database. And so I think it's kind of fun for kids to get involved in that. Like it's their own, their participants in a research project, basically. But it's kind of fun to see at afterwards what all your drawings look like. Because that's rad, though. Mine are awful. <laughs> like it is so bad. And Dean was even laughing at me. I was trying. What was I trying to draw? Um, oh, a wristwatch. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I drew it, and Dean's like, "Is that a rainbow that's sideways?" And I was like, "Shush." like no and that was the one that it wasn't able to guess but i didn't get to finish it got it so and then at the end i started panicking because i was like oh my god time's almost up so again it's quickdraw.withgoogle.com it's actually kind of fun so i even suggest adults do it nice no that's cool (laughs) yeah but i mean even if you did a morning meeting especially if you're virtual this is a quick little, let's activate the brain, the creative side as well. Let's get your eyes used to the screen. Like, it's kind of just a fun icebreaker or fun warm-up, I think. So, I like it. You know. It's a good tip. Good thanks. Tip. thought it was fun. I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to do it in front of my students. And they're going to laugh at me because I'm awful at drawing. <laughs> But I don't give up, so, you know. That's all you can do. Bam, bam. Okay. Bam, bam. You ready for your win? I am. Oh, yeah. Okay, go for it. All right. So, I can't remember what episode Britt and I talked about it, but we both got crickets for Christmas. And I've been using my cricket a lot lately, but. <laughs> Sorry. I-, I thought you meant, like, cooked crickets. <laughs> No! (laughs) How is we both got crickets for Christmas? That's cooked crickets. That is why I was very confused. Did you see my head go, what? (laughs) Yeah, we got crickets. That was so, like, I genuinely was so confused and lost. And then I just started laughing because I realized what you were talking about. (laughs) Got it. Like the machine cricket. Like the machine Got cricket. Got it. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so, um, I just got myself a heat press and I successfully made myself my first shirt. <gasps> and yes. What was on it? So it's a green tank top and it says, find your road. And it's got like trees and oh and, yeah. So you should post a picture really of like it, it to our Facebook okay. page. I will. I want to see. Cute. Okay. And be like, look at me, look what I did, look and how brag. I am. Yeah, Please. girl, brag about it. That's right. Mm. <laughs> mm. I love it. Um, I only use it every once in a while because the thing terrifies me. Why? Uh you know. I'm always afraid I'm going to mess it up. Like artistic stuff freaks me out. Anything with cutting and colors and designs. I don't know. So can I tell you what else I got from Cricut? Oh my gosh, what? I bought the mug press. Oh, you did not. (laughs) I did. Have you made a mug yet? No, I haven't gotten it yet. It's not here. Oh, it's not in yet. Okay. No, do you know what you're going to do? I'm going to make gifts. I'm going to make mugs for people. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm so excited. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. It's a good one. I got the mug. Press. Listen. You do you, boo. You do you. It's time to do it my time. I forgot what what I forgot what my win is. Hold on. I was gonna ask him like, where'd you go? I got it. Okay. Okay. I remember. And by remember I mean I look down at my piece of paper. So over the past week, we've been, me and my siblings have really been talking a lot lately. Not that we're not close, but there's five of us that are very close. And my older sister, the one that lives in California, has decided that her and her entire family are going to drive up here this summer. And so she, her husband, and her four boys, y'all, are going to come to Montana. And where are they staying? With me. (laughs) Let me explain. Let me explain why this is so funny. Okay. So I'm here. I have my two boys. Then it's going to be her and her husband. Okay. We're at five. Add their four kids into the mix. We're at nine. But also this summer, my little sister um, is going to move in with me for a couple months before she goes off to her master's program in Washington. So there will be 10 of us. 10. Only four of them are adults. The rest are young boys under the age of 12. (laughs) Holy crap, y'all. Plus my three labs. Oh, plus my little sister is bringing her cats. When I say this summer is going to be epic. It's going to be hilarious. That's crazy. How long are they going to be up there for? So I think they're coming up for a week, week and a half. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. How are we going to record while they're there? Oh, so I'm going to kick them out (laughs) just for that. No. Excuse me. You gots to go. No. What I had also planned to do, one, I don't have enough beds, so let's see where that goes. But I think what I want to have the kids do is camp outside in the backyard. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. But it still makes me nervous. You know what I mean? A little bit. Like, yes, I live in a fairly safe city, but still nerve-wracking. You never know. Although I could put my dogs out there with them. And nobody's going to mess with them. Right. (laughs) Also... Shelby barks at nothing, so maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> but, Shelby does keep barking, and you'll be all, like, neurotic, and it's just... I mean, Shelby. it should be an interesting week, week and a half, with lots of chaos. Y'all, my siblings are just like me. My high energy, my the chaos, the cursing, the, like, frantic thinking, and it's just, we're all the same. We're all one and the same. We are. We and we're all, we all look alike. We're all the same height. Like <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like legit. It's like multiply me. Plus, I'm sure my brother and my little sister will be coming into town as well to come visit all of us at once because we want to do like a sibling night. It has been years since we have had all of this together. Aww. And so I'm super excited little bit nervous. Also, 
maybe a little bit sad because my husband's really sad that he's missing it. He loves yeah. he loves my siblings, so I feel really bad that he goes away on a deployment, and I'm like, ha everyone get together. <laughs> But I mean, things just work out. Timing works out. You know, sometimes you can't help that. <gasps> I forgot to tell you. What? Matt texted me and was like, I want to take you on a honeymoon. Oh, yeah. I know. And he's like, and I'm sitting here thinking my like, I'm pathetic. I'm not romantic. I'm not like a bit. I'm very practical very like in a schedule in a routine and I go okay let's do a weekend away at like Big Sky which is a beautiful resort here in Montana in the mountains we love it there we've gone there a couple times and he goes yeah I was thinking more tropical I was like oh dang like you talking for real like for real honeymoon he goes like a yes. for real for real like for real for real and he goes yes like he goes, I want to go to a place, though, where the most expensive thing is the airfare. So he wants to kind of, which is how I prefer to travel. I don't want to stay at a fancy resort on the beach. Like, I want to get in with the locals. I want to try their food. I want to experience things that they experience. So he, we've never traveled together. So apparently he's the same way. And he's like, do you mind going to a country where it's not like resorty or an area that's not? And I was like, <laughs> let's go. So. Oh, that'll be so much fun. We've been looking. I mean, northern Thailand is nice and really cheap. The Philippines, which, hello. That'd be amazing. You know, I'd love to go there. But like some of these places, you can be there for like 35 bucks a day. That includes your food. That includes your hotel room. That's rad. Right? Like, what? So we are starting to plan our honeymoon. Oh, yay. That's exciting. Assuming, you know, he's allowed to travel. <laughs> right. We'll see, you know, what the military says. But, you know. <laughs> you never know. Can be you hopeful. So just hopefully at some point in the year after he returns, we will be going Eight and a half years later on a honeymoon. <laughs> Better late than never. Listen, though, we've lasted eight and a half years after two months of dating. Word. Who freaking knew? Mm, we're rocking this marriage thing. Psych. I want to <laughs> kill him every other day. <laughs> but I don't. I feel like uh, that's just marriage, though. It's just marriage. No, I love him. He's such an asshole, but like he's mine. Like he's yeah. my asshole. You know what I mean? So you've got to keep him. Mm hmm. Makes sense to me. Also, though, that Tricare. <laughs> right? And right now that he's gone, that Tricare Prime. <laughs> hey, that Tricare Prime right now. I ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm a, uh, what do they call A dependopotamus? <laughs> or a Triceratops? There you go. Triceratops. That's me. I'm just joking. I really do love my husband. People probably think I'm such a big bee. <laughs> Sarcasm is just my love language. <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> oh, All right, y'all. It's been great. It's been fun. And we will chat with y'all next week. Bye. Bye.